0: It is Tuesday, October 3rd. The Seahawks stomp the Giants. Major League Baseball playoffs kickoff today. I'm Mad Max. Giant made it one on the Six Panther. Panther, we had a Drew Locke sighting last night.
2: We had a Drew Locke sighting because, well, Daniel Jones was getting murdered. I don't know what the record is, but 11 sacks in a game is ungodly. I don't know if Joe Burrow ever suffered anything like that and you factor in 11 sacks daniel jones ran the ball 10 times for 66 yards this dude was running for his fucking life man i didn't watch the game i just saw the stats they had time the giants had time of possession they had two to one on total plays i i (laughs) what happened with this shit show max
0: um to be fair he was only sacked 10 times because Paris Campbell was sacked once, so only oh, ten God. of those were on Daniel, uh, Daniel Jones. So, a little bit of a reprieve there. Um, Through two interceptions, including a pick six as well. Uh, Gina Smith got injured. That's why we had the Drew Locke sighting. He he seems fine. He came back, and uh, after the game was saying you know, dirty hits and yada yada yada. Yad. Um, I looked at it. Yeah, I mean, wasn't a great. I don't know. I, I know dirty hits, and that was it. Was a it was a questionable hit. I wouldn't call it a dirty hit. Anyway, um, the the Seahawks rolled. We we both won that one. Ding, ding, ding. Um, both had Seattle as our pick. So hopefully you guys tailed us on that one. Uh, every so often we're right. <laughs> that was one of them. I uh, wasn't even close. Um, yeah, that offensive line is just not very good. Uh, the Seattle defense is pretty good. They just, yeah, they just exploited an offensive line. They they got the right pressure when they needed to. It's not like they were all out blitzing. They were getting, uh, you know, just good matchups and taking advantage of it. and And Daniel Jones is a guy that holds onto the ball a little too much. He fumbled the ball a couple of times as well. And he, he yeah, you know, he's he's a mobile guy, but he's not a scrambler. If that makes any sense, like the guy's got like some speed on him. Like he can run the ball. It's, you know, it's not like he's always just standing in the pocket. Um, That said, you know, speed and mobility are two different things. Like when he's under pressure, he kind of just like stands there like a fucking statue and just takes the hit. He doesn't try to fucking escape or break away, you know. I I mean, I'm old school. Like I remember Michael Vick, right? He tried to fucking sack Michael Vick, the dude was off to the goddamn races. You tried to sack Daniel Jones is like deer in the fucking headlights. And by the way, he's got a goofy fucking look to him. I I don't know if you know this about Daniel Jones. Like, I'm, I listen, I I don't want to attack someone's uh you know looks, but I mean, he's just got this goofy, just fucking like aw shucks. I I'm gonna fucking take a sack whenever I can. Look to his fucking face, so. Maybe that's part of his personality. He just likes to be fucking hit because that's what happened last night, man. There was a shit show. Um, Monday Night Football, um, home team, just embarrassment, fucking embarrassment. In fact, Daniel Jones sacked 10 times. His last home game against Dallas, he was sacked seven times. That is 17 total sacks through two games. That is the second most of all time through two home games. Um who did I see? Was it? It was someone. Someone actually uh, astounding. Like I couldn't believe it. Like uh, fucking Randall Cunningham or something like that. I got fucking twenty times or something. Like, you know, like it was. It was someone like really. <laughs> like I think Warren Moon was in that fucking list too. Um, man, just just not good for the fucking Giants. Their their season's pretty much over. I'm I'm writing the Giants off for Seattle. Man, three and one. Two two and zero on the road. I said se- I said it like they're a good road team. Uh, the Seattle team, I think, is going to be really really competitive in that uh, that West over there.
2: Yeah, I-, I think so too. I don't think anybody ever predicted when Seattle, you know, sent Russell Wilson away and brought in Geno Smith that that was going to be an answer. I think it was a band aid until they drafted somebody. But it looks like he's you know taken the tutelage from uh, Pete Carroll and and what he has to offer and running with it. It's the best we've seen of Geno Smith in his career, and uh, he looks like a bona fide NFL quarterback. Daniel Jones, uh, look, I said this a lot last year, and now we're kind of seeing the opposite this year. Last year's success for the Giants, I pinned squarely on the shoulder of Saquon Barkley, and here they are with no Saquon Barkley, looking like dog shit again. It'll be interesting to see if Barkley does come back next week and if the Giants can whatever their problems are because this first four weeks of the season they've looked like absolute dog shit
0: yeah not to belabor the point uh first off I I am a Jan- Daniel Jones supporter I think he's a good quarterback I think that offensive line is just terrible that said without Saquon Barkley even more pressure goes on that offensive line because there's no running game there's no threat of the running game there's no threat of Saquon Barkley's dynamic nature I also want to say this about Saquon Barkley's contract situation. This is both both a a reason to pay him and a reason not to pay him. The reason to pay him is without him, your team is absolute dog shit. With him, you're good. However, he's injured, so his injury shows how how much you need him. But his injury also highlights the fact is that the dude's injury prone. By the way, I'd be remiss to say uh, when, when you're talking about Geno Smith, we should we should preface this former. New York Giant, Geno Smith, because he did play a season with the Giants after he left the Jets in disarray. Okay, let's get on to Major League Baseball, because uh, with the playoffs do kick off today, we will cover all four of those games in the second half of the show. However, let's look at how we did with season win totals, Panther, because we've got a couple things to puff our chests about, but for the most part, we've got some things to be embarrassed about. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Your pride and joy was the Arizona Diamondbacks. Their over-under was set at 75 and a half games. They had 84 games. Go, Panther. Good job.
2: Uh, yeah, that's, that was my, my big, uh, I don't know, the lottery ticket, I guess, that I, I thought they had undervalued them. I like the youth of that team. They obviously could use some more pitching to go with Gallon and Merrill Kelly. I just like the direction they're going. It sucks for them if they're in that division, but kudos to them—they made the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and they got a favorable matchup in the first round. We'll get to that later. Of course, they've got Brandon Fat on the mound. We'll also get to that later. Uh, Oakland, you had under the fifty-nine and a half. Well, they had fifty wins, so ding, ding, ding—that was another win for your column.
2: Uh, yeah, you know, I—I I think if it would have been fifty-five, I might have taken the under. I—I I knew they were going to be bad, but wow, that was that was uh, something. It was a, pretty much under lock after the first two months of the season. So thank you, elephants of Oakland.
0: Team that made you sweat, the Philadelphia Phillies got over their eighty-eight and a half. They had ninety wins on the season, but yeah, they they made you wait for that one Panther.
2: Yeah, much like last year, I wasn't sure they were going to get the resurgence in the second half like they did last season. But they did. They put it together, and now I think you know they're probably one of the most dangerous teams in these major league baseball playoffs
0: totally agree okay things i got right i got the la angels under 82 and a half they had 73 and i had the la dodgers over 96 and a half they got to the magic 100 so those were the things that i got right now to where we got things wrong and this is where it gets pretty squirrely would you like to guess what the chicago white Sox over was panther what what did you bet the chicago white Sox over just take a guess
2: I'm taking a guess I took them over 81 I think did they have them as like a 500 team
0: 83 and a half was their number they had 61 wins on the season so slightly under slightly under there Houston Houston uh, you had them over the 95 and a half they only had 90 wins So Houston uh, did not meet. They still won the division, by the way. I I should say that. On the last day of the season, they ended up winning the division from Texas. Texas choked that away, and Houston went with 90 wins. Uh, So, I mean, they won the division, but did not get to that 95.5.
2: Reflective more of the competition in that division. You know, the Angels were good before they weren't. Um, The Seattle was good pretty much all season, all the way to the wire. The Rangers were better than anybody ever gave them credit for. Um, Oakland was dirt trash. But, you know, for them to win the division wasn't a surprise. But as the season played out, I mean, tip of the hat to the Rangers and the Minesweepers. They gave to the Astros everything they could handle
0: team that did not in that division do that was the la angels i was on the under for the angels you were on the over on the angels you had some expectations you said hey maybe this is the year that Shohei Tani's contract season they brought in some talent blah 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 well the angels fucking folded like a cheap suit
2: every year every fucking year they it's it's the chargers and the angels right they just do do these things to themselves they basically become uh, verbs or adjectives or they did they angeled themselves like this team wasn't bad when the season started. I believe the first couple months they were on top of that division and then they just do what they always do and shit the bed.
0: And then your last uh, thing that you got wrong, surprising, surprising season by the Washington Nationals. You had them under the fifty eight and a half. They had 71 wins this year. A pretty competitive team, Washington team. I think they took advantage of the fact that the Mets had a fucking shitty, uh, I'd say two-thirds of a season. <laughs> so uh, Washington got some wins there. I can't fault you on that one. Um, now, things that I got wrong, because I got a lot wrong as well. I had Houston over the 95.5. I missed on that one. I had Pittsburgh under 67 and a half. you got to remember, they had that hot start. They got 76 wins, so Pittsburgh was the over. I faded Texas. I faded the Rangers. I did not think much of them. I thought they were under 81 and a half. They had 90 wins on the season. As I mentioned, They virtual tie for the division, but the, by default, uh, Houston ends up winning that one. But my biggest miss, I feel like my biggest miss of them all... I had Miami under 75 and a half games. Now this was a team that you didn't bet it, but I recall you saying, you know, I think Miami is going to be better than the 75 and a half. You did lean the over on Miami. They had 84 wins on the year, surprising playoff team there. So those are the things that I missed for the totals.
2: I don't think I would have predicted Miami over 81, um, but they did. They finally got that pitching staff, some, some offense it did help that the Mets kind of were terrible um, two thirds of the season. <laughs> coincidentally, got better when their two ace starting pitchers were gone. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Fish, this is a team that's been tracking the right direction for a while. They get a few more hitters. If they could get that one, you know, Aaron Judge, Acuna, Stanton kind of power hitter, they could really make some noise.
0: Sadly, they had Stanton, if you recall. Uh, Here's the funny thing about Miami, by the way. We're talking about their playoff appearances. Uh, As an organization, I think they came into the league 93, 94-ish. Don't quote me on that. But it was early early 90s, early mid-90s they came into this league. They've had four. This is now their fourth playoff appearance. They've now made the playoffs for the fourth time. Uh, The last time they made the playoffs was on the COVID season. They did make it in 2020. But the other two appearances, they won the World Series. I want to say it was like 96 and like 2003 or something like 2002. You know, something along those lines. Um, so they've made, they've made the World Series uh, uh, playoffs four times. They've won the World Series twice. Uh, I don't think that they have a chance to win the World Series. They, they didn't do that whole like overspending, like buy by a team to win. Uh, they're doing it the right way, Miami. Okay. Um, I'm just going to preface this by saying – If we would have done this, we could have gotten the Orioles plus 3,000 when the lines opened. However, we did not bet the Orioles to win the World Series. The teams, we did bet to win the World Series. Here's your World Series winners, Panther. The Atlanta Braves plus 850. Okay, they're still in it. I'm with you. I actually have an Atlanta World Series bet as well. Houston, you had plus 600. They are still in it. So there you go. Philadelphia plus 1,600. That looks like a great bet right there, Panthers. So those are the three teams that you've picked to win. I, of course, had Atlanta plus the 850, and I have Toronto plus 1,200. So the two teams I picked to win the World Series, both in it. Now, you picked five teams, Panther. So three of them are still in it. The other two teams you picked were the White Sox plus 4,000 and the Angels plus 4,000.
2: I mean, value bit, right? <laughs> you got you to gotta throw <laughs> a lottery ticket out there. So. Listen, I don't think my love affair for Shohei Otani is ever in doubt. I, I, The guy is the greatest baseball player that we've literally ever seen, at least I've never seen in my generation. And we've had some great ones. But for somebody who can pitch the way he does, hit the way he does, um, you know, uh, I was banking on a healthy Mike Trout. They brought in some other arms. I thought the Angels would finally like out Angel themselves, but they did not. Now I just hope Otani goes somewhere else. Um and the White Sox, you know, I think we blame Tony LaRussa so much for last year's debacle that they could only improve. Tony LaRussa gets a pass. That team's shit. I don't even fair know where to point. start
0: with the, with the bitch. <laughs>
2: I don't know how you fix that team.
0: I don't know either. Okay, uh, let's look at the current AL winner odds. So this is this is to win the pennant in the AL. Houston, you can get plus uh, two. No, plus, yeah, plus two twenty. You can get the Orioles plus two sixty. You can get the Rays plus five hundred. You can get the Twins plus seven hundred. You get the Blue Jays plus seven hundred. You get the Rangers plus seven hundred. that that Blue Jays plus seven hundred is staring me right in the face. I, honestly, like I, I don't see Houston running away with this, and uh, the Orioles, I, I don't 100 percent trust either. Uh, the Rays have their demons. I don't think the Twins get it done. Uh, Rangers could get hot. Um, maybe Scherzer does come back for the playoffs. To me, plus seven hundred for the Blue Jays is, is 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 tempting. It's it's really tempting right there, Panther. Uh,
2: I think there's tons of value there. I think um, Houston being the favorite. Uh, almost surprising. This has not been a dominant team. They quietly put together a 90 win season, but they have shown themselves to be vulnerable. The pitching staff has not been good. Valdez has been hittable. Christian Javier has been incredibly hittable. And Verlander's not exactly Cy Young Verlander that we've seen over the past year. So Houston is beatable. And I'm with you. I think Toronto and maybe even the Rangers at plus 700. I like those two plays.
0: All right, and the NL you got the Braves plus 125, Dodgers plus 200, Phillies plus 600, Brewers plus 900, Diamondbacks plus 1800, Marlins plus 1700. To me, uh Phillies plus 600, that seems like a nice value play. I I the Diamondbacks plus 1800. I listen, I think the Diamondbacks have a better chance than the Brewers. I think the Diamondbacks have Almost as equal chance as the Dodgers. If the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers meet up in the playoffs, I'm not. I'm not saying that there's a huge, 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 huge divide. Dodgers are clearly the better team, but I don't think that there's a massive like 1600 divide. Now Diamondbacks and Braves has a different story. I think the Braves are are the elite, but I'd, I'd put a bigger divide between the Diamondbacks and the Phillies than I do the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. So to me. Value plays. I, I'll I'll take the Phillies plus the six hundred. I mean, I think the Braves are are a lock. I think. Yeah, well, not a lock. I don't. I can't. If, if Braves and Phillies match up, that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. So, Phillies plus six hundred to me is the value play, and I don't hate that Diamondbacks plus eighteen hundred there.
2: I'm with you on the Phillies. The Diamondbacks on the surface of the bet, I'm in agreement. But getting deeper, getting detailed, and we're gonna get to this in the second half of the show. I'm just left scratching my head why Brandon Fat is pitching game one. I, I got to look yeah, deeper into what they're uh, doing game two and right. game three, but I'm like, I'm confused on this game one start. So that's no what's idea. got me pausing no. on Arizona.
0: No. no idea. All right, let's look at the World Series odds before we take our break. I uh, got the Braves plus 260. As I mentioned, we have plus 850 on those uh, Braves, so not bad. So Braves 260, Dodgers plus 400. Astros plus 525, Oreos plus 600, Phillies plus 1200. So, uh, what did I mention? I think you had them plus 1600. So, you know, you still got a value play on the Phillies. So, you don't need to double dip on them. Rays plus 1100, Blue Jays plus 1500, which I have the Blue Jays plus 1200. So, I mean, you yeah, know, yeah, a little bit more money on them. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Where is my, my phone? That's that's my, my, my alarm to wake up, by the way. I'm doing this show incredibly early. <laughs> that was my alarm to wake up so I could actually do the show on the time that we need to Uh, apologies for that. So yeah. And then twins plus 1500 Rangers plus 1300 Brewers plus 1800 Diamondbacks plus 4,000 Marlins plus 3,500. So uh, there you go. Um, Yeah. To me, like, listen, I already got the play in the blue Jays. I'm not going to double dip there. I'm, I'm jealous of your Phillies play. I mean, you've got them plus 1600. You don't need to do that. I'll, I'll probably take the Phillies plus 1,200 for you. I You're sitting pretty good, man. You got plays on Atlanta, Houston, and Philadelphia right now. So, I mean, if you wanted to, like, I don't know. I really, like, the Orioles maybe you throw in there? I'm, like, I'm going gonna... yeah. I'm going to add
2: the Blue Jays. Oh, Blue Jays. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There you go. And, And here's why I'm calling my shot right now. 30 years ago, we had the Toronto Blue Jays
0: versus the Philadelphia Phillies. There you go. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I'm looking for a rematch. Love it, love it. All right, let's take a quick break. Let's talk about these playoff games after a moment.
1: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app.
0: We are back. Possibly never even left you. Okay, Panther, here we go. Playoffs have started. We are starting off with the Texas Rangers at the Tampa Bay Rays. This line currently sits at Texas Rangers plus 130. Tampa Bay minus 149. You got Montgomery on the mound for the Rangers going against Glass now at Tampa Bay. For me, I think the value here could be on Tampa Bay, uh, minus this 149. I think Tampa Bay at home, um, the Rangers should have won that fucking division. They're an inconsistent team. Tampa Bay's got a flex here. Uh, Montgomery's been good for the Rangers, but Glass now is, is the man right now as it stands for Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay wins their first playoff game this year. I'm going to do a $10 bet on the Rays.
2: Yeah, I, I think for me, I think there's value at plus 130 on the Rangers but they're limping into these playoffs. They went against Seattle. They could have won that division, should have won that division. They lost three out of four. Now they're going on the road to take a Tampa Bay team that is virtually indestructible at home. As, as good as the Rays are, they're better at home at minus 149. I'm on board with you. I like Tyler Glass now and the Rays in game number one.
0: All right, that brings us to game number two. We're looking at our Blue Jays. I'm going to call them our Blue Jays at this point in time at the Minnesota Twins. Uh, You can get the Blue Jays. The best line on the board right now is plus 102 over at FanDuel. But however, this line is as, I mean, this is an even line at BetMGM. It's minus 110 on the book. So we're looking at the Blue Jays plus 102. Twins minus 105 on the mound for the Blue Jays. You got Gossman and on the mound for the Twins. You got Lopez. Listen, I, I, there's always a a home team that's, that's bound to lose. And to me, if I had to pick one home team, that's going to lose today. It's the Minnesota Twins. I think Toronto's the better team than Minnesota. If Toronto's in the central, they run away with the central Toronto wins. This one. I love them. Plus, line on the Blue Jays, $10 bet on Toronto.
2: Yeah, I think we actually left the team out of Seattle, had a better record than Minnesota. They're at home watching these twins play in the playoffs. Uh, I agree with you. Gosman's the better pitcher. The offense, the Blue Jays have the better offense. I actually, I'm not really calling my shot, but I wouldn't be surprised. If Toronto sweeps the Twins, the Twins are the beneficiary of a complete dog shit division, and that's why they're in these playoffs. I think they get jettisoned out of here really quick. I'm with you. Let's put our money on Toronto. We're two for two.
0: Okay. Moving on to game number three, you have the Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh, man, this line's getting terrible. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks plus 160, the Milwaukee Brewers minus 180. On the mound, of course, for the Diamondbacks is Fat, who, man, bold choice there, Cotton, uh, going against uh, uh, Corbin Burns of the Brewers. Now, the Brewers did find out that um, uh, Brandon Woodruff, uh, more than likely going to miss the playoffs. Huge blow for this Brewers team. He was very emotional talking about it. Um, So how they rebound from there, I'm not sure, but... I, they have the chance to win game one today just because they have the pitching matchup here. Uh, Arizona, not a stellar road team on the season. Uh, Milwaukee, a pretty dominant home team. I think the Brewers get it done today. It is chalky, but at, I'm betting them all today. Minus 180, $10 bet on the Brewers.
2: Yeah, it's painfully chalky, and yet I do think it actually gets worse. Brandon Fat has been, I mean, terrible is such a strong word, but he's been pretty bad. Uh, since his call up from the minors. I know he's part of their future. I'm left scratching my head why they're starting him in game one because if this series goes deep, he's starting in some, you know, deciding game. And I I just don't understand the managerial decision here. I do like Milwaukee. I do like Corbin Burns. I hate eating this much chalk, but I'm sure as hell I'm not going to run line it. We're three for three. We, man. Three-team parlay already.
0: Well, I got a feeling we're gonna have a four-team parlay because let's look at this fourth game as the Miami Marlins plus one thirty, uh, plus one forty heads to Philadelphia minus one fifty-five. Uh, Jesus Lazardo on the mound for Miami against near elite Zach Wheeler. I listen. I I did not give Miami enough credit. I did not think they were a playoff team. But you know what? I still don't think that they're a playoff team, Panther. I think that they're a good team. I don't think that they match up against the Phillies. This is one-sided. Minus 155 is the best line we're going to get because it's down to minus 165 from 164 in other books. $10 bet on the Philadelphia Phillies.
2: That minus 155 actually almost seems trappish to me. I'm kind of glad that it's getting worse. Wouldn't we have much rather seen the Phillies and the Reds Go at it for a best of five series. uh Yeah, uh we got got screwed, but here we are with the fish who have, you know, made liars of the doubters all season long. I won't be surprised if they steal a game from the Phillies. It's just not going to be this game. I'm with you. Four for four. Let's do a 14 parlay.
0: That's all set. I've got it locked in. Tampa Bay minus 149. Toronto plus 102. Milwaukee minus 180. Philadelphia minus 155. That 14 parlay will pay us plus 768 when we cash it tomorrow. Panther, lots of baseball talk. We got Gen ranked tomorrow. That is Wednesday, of course, so we've got to get ready for that. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Spoiler alert, I've already ran my numbers because I told you, I've been up since 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> so I've already ran my DJ rank number so I know what I'm doing so I can't wait to see what you're doing we'll talk about that tomorrow until then though Panther take us home
2: alright guys we're going home but you guys know the deal we hang out on Facebook we hang out on Twitter but mostly exclusively it's right here in our Discord channel join the Asylum Hang out with the other d Call them out by name. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. When it's all said and done, kid, it's all make some money,
0: fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short... Don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.